Our New Testament passage today picks up in 1 John chapter 2, beginning with verse 7. Beloved, I like that. You know, I find myself as I get older using that a lot, beloved, because that's what you are, loved of God. It's something my grandpa always said. He always addressed his congregation as beloved. The older you get, the more you realize the great love that God has for his people. Beloved, I'm writing you no new command, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. Now, why does he need to say all this? Why, why does this need to be laid out for the people? Why does he need to say this? Because people always want new. And brothers and sisters, sometimes you need to remember what you need is the old. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I'm writing to you. Okay, so it's old and it's new. Okay. So we have something that is old and new. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I'm writing to you, which is true in him and in you. So it's true in him and in you because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light. All right, here's another one of these claims. And hates his brother is still in darkness. Here's reality. When you claim that you're in the light and you hate your brother, you're still in darkness. So doesn't matter what you claim, we see reality. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause of stumbling. No cause of stumbling. When you love people, there's no cause of stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he's going because darkness has blinded his eyes. So here is a Cause of, how can we say this? Cause of confusion regarding guidance. You don't know what to do. You're walking in darkness. Why? Because you, you live in hate. I, I, I see many people in this sometimes. I mean, it's just... They're full of hate towards somebody, or maybe they're full of hate toward a political party, or you know, they've got their heart full of hate about something or someone. And they don't understand that when they're in hate, they're in darkness, and they're walking or they're living in darkness, and you don't know where you're going. If you want clarity and guidance, you've got to learn to walk in love. I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. Now, that's something I, I find myself praying more and more for these days, that God does things for his name's sake. You know, we're not all that, but he is all that. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I'm writing to you, children, because you know the Father. All right, so here's the family of God. And he said, now there's some special things about the family of God. Fathers, you've known Jesus from the beginning. Young men, 
You've overcome the evil one. You're, you're in Christ today because you've overcome Satan's power and Satan's temptation. You've, you've accomplished something. Children, kids just have a beautiful walk with the Father. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I'm writing to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. So young men, you're strong. Number two, the word of God abides in you. And number three, if I can get my pen to work, you have overcome the evil one. Now, now here is, here's what we would call young men. You're strong. Great. God's word lives in you. Great. You've overcome the evil one. That's why you're a Christian. You face down temptation. By the power of the word. Ah. Do not love, now, now here, here's one you got to get a hold of. Do not love the world or the things of the world. Now, now there's a clear do not. Uh, people always talk about Pastor Summer, you don't, all these bow walls. Well, you know what? This is a clear do not, okay? Do not love the world or the things in the world. You've got to look at everything in this life as, yeah, if you have it, it's nice. If you don't have it, that's fine too. Our future is in heaven. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father, ah, the love of the Father is not in him. You, you've got to get a hold of this. The love of the Father. Is, when you love the world, the love of God is not in you. For all that is in the world, all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desire of the eye, the pride of possessions, is not from the Father, but is from the world. All right, so these, these three tempts, temptations, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, the pride of possessions, none of that is from the Father. You know... <laughs> It's wonderful, guys. Now, now, ladies, maybe not as much with ladies, but with guys, they take great pride in their car. <laughs> I think ladies take great pride in their house. I don't know. But I know guys, and we take great pride in our cars. The pride in possessions is not from the Father. The pride of a beautiful watch is not from the Father. The pride in, in uh, a big fancy mansion is not from the Father. If you have these things, that's fine. God will bless you. God will prosper you. But the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and pride in possessions. You know, brothers and sisters, it's wonderful to have things. But you don't take pride in them. What do you do? You boast in the Lord. You take pride in God. And the world is passing away along with its desires. So, so all these desires that we see here are all passing away. You know, one of these days, you're not going to see any of this. One of these days, it's all going to be gone. Now, for some of us, it's when we, we go to heaven. You, you can't take it with you. 
I was reading an article many years ago about a guy who absolutely loved his Chevrolet Corvette Stingray. And so he was actually buried in his Corvette Stingray because he said, I'm going to take it with me. He said, nobody else is going to enjoy this. I'm taking it with me. Well, you know what? They buried it in the ground and it turned to rust. Brothers and sisters, all the desires of this flesh, all the desire of the eyes, fancy clothes, fancy shoes, fancy houses, all of this is going to pass away. But whoever, and there's the one you got to get a hold of, whoever does the will of God abides forever. That's what we want to do. We want to do God's will. Every day of our lives, we want to fulfill the will of God. Amen. All right, let's open up our hearts and spend some time in worship. I saw the Lord, and He answered me, and delivered me from every fear. Those who look on Him are radiant. They'll never be a same. They'll never be a same. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard me, and saved me from my enemies. The Son of God surrounds His saints, He will deliver them.
Testament passage today picks up in Daniel chapter 3, verse 1. Daniel 3, verse 1. Isn't it beautiful to get up every morning as the sun begins to rise? You know, maybe the reason I like sunrise so much is I remember his mercy is anew every morning. Every day as I get up and I watch the sun begin to rise, just begin to turn a little orange and then get brighter and brighter, I think, Lord, there's new mercy. There's new mercy for my life today. There's new mercy for the people of God today. There's new mercy for our nation today. Ah. Chapter 3, verse 1. King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its breadth 6 cubits. And he set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. So he set it up on a plain, all right, because this is a huge statue. Then Nebuchadnezzar sent to gather the satraps, the perfects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of the province to come to the dedication of the image that the king had set up. All right, so this is all government officials. All right, basically, this is, this is everybody, all right? This is all government officials. 
Then the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of provinces gathered for the dedication of the image King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And anyone who does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, as soon as all the people heard the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music, all the peoples and languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Therefore, at that certain time, certain Chaldeans came forward and maliciously accused the Jews. <laughs> now, the word here for malicious means to harm. If someone has malicious intent, it means they mean to harm. All right, so their accusation was not in, hey, king, we need to keep all the laws and we need to be fair to everybody. No, this was malicious. All right. Now, again, there's a big difference here between everybody needs to obey the law and malicious accusation. They declared to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I know there's certain Jews. So we have here some prejudice. I call this the big P, all right? And the big P has been made stronger because of authority. You know, people don't have prejudice against people that have no authority. You know, you, you can have a, a foreigner walking through Babylon and, you know, nobody paying attention to him. But when you gave him appointments, when you gave him power, now the big prejudice comes out. These men, King, O King, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods, no, to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image you have set up. Then King Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. And they brought these men before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music, to fall down and worship the image that I have made, well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into the burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who can deliver you from my hands? <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> oh, King Nebuchadnezzar was a little full of himself. And who is the God? The God of heaven. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fire, and he from the fiery furnace, and he he will deliver us out of your hand. But if not, <laughs> be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your God to worship the golden image that you have set up. Now. But if not, 
<laughs> Here is faith. Here is the last part of Hebrews' faith. The last part of Hebrews 11 faith. Those that did not see. Now, brothers and sisters, sometimes you just have to make up your mind. Even if God does not validate me doing the right thing, I will do the right thing. You just got to get that on your insides. Where's your faith? You see, we're all willing to do the right thing if God will validate it. But are you willing to do the right thing even if God does not act? But if not, king, we're still not going to do it. We'll die. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury and the expression of his face was changed. Okay. All right, here's face change. You know, in, in the early days, one of these days, I'll be happy when they release the Surface 3 so I can get rid of my Surface 1 because my pen just no longer works. Face changed. In the early 80s, we used to talk about their face changed. You're talking to somebody and their face changed. <laughs> well, here is the face changed. His face changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it was usually heated. I'm going to burn these guys to a crisp. I'm going to top of them. And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics, their hats, and all their garments. And they were thrown into the fiery furnace. So they're in their cloaks, their tunics, and their hats, and their other garments. Because the king's order was urgent and the furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those men who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Didn't have to. This is not God's fault. Okay, this is not God's fault. They were the ones who overheated the furnace. So because... And these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. And notice they fell. Okay, they were, they were on the ground. And King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Then he answered, But I see four men unbound. All right, so we have bound. Now we have unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. Walking. (laughs) Walking in the midst of fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like the son of the gods. Okay, here's Jesus. Jesus shows up for faith. Have you ever noticed that? Jesus shows up for faith. I like that. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace and declared, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. Now notice they were thrown in. They walked out. So notice this. They were thrown They were thrown in, and they walked out. 
The satraps, perfect, the governors, the king's counselors gathered together and saw the fire. So, all right, so this was very public. This was, this was a nice display. Remember, all the government officials were there. And the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of these men. The hair on their heads was not singed, their cloaks were not harmed, and there was no smell of fire that had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. Then the king <laughs> promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. All right, so promotion flows from no compromise. That's where promotion flows from. It doesn't flow from go along to get along. It flows from no compromise. And notice, prejudice, the big P, prejudice is dethroned. Prejudice is dethroned. Chapter 4, verse 1. King Nebuchadnezzar, to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. It seemed good to me to show the signs and wonders that the Most High God has done for me. How great are his signs, how mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion endures from generation to generation. Now notice that the Most High God has done for me. So King Nebuchadnezzar um, has changed. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at ease in my house and prospering in my palace. I saw a dream that made me afraid as I lay in my bed and fancies and the visions of my head alarmed me. So I made a decree that all the wise men of Babylon should be brought before me that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the enchanters, the Chaldeans, and the astrologers came in, and I told them the dream, but they could not make known to me the interpretation. At last, Daniel came before me, who was named Belteshazzar, after the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And I told him the dream, saying, O Belteshazzar, chief of the musicians, because I know the spirit of the holy gods is in you and that no mystery is too difficult for you. Tell me the visions of my dream that I saw and their interpretation. The visions of my head as I lay in my bed were these. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth and its height was great. The tree grew and became strong and its top reached to the heaven and it was visible to the end of the whole earth. Its leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant and in it was food for all. The beasts of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the heavens lived in its branches, and all flesh was fed on it. I saw in my visions of my head as I lay in the bed, and behold, a watcher, a holy one, came from heaven. He proclaimed aloud and said thus, Chop down the tree, lop off its branches, strip off its leaves, and scatter its fruit. Let the beasts flee from under it, and the birds from under its branches. But leave the stump of its roots. Leave the stump. So we're going to chop down the tree, but leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze amid the tender grass of the field. Let him be wet with the dew of the heaven, 
Let his portion be with the beasts in the grass of the earth. Let his mind be changed from a man's. Let a beast's mind be given to him. And let seven periods of time pass over him. The sentence is by the decree of the watchers, the decision by the word of the holy ones, to the end that the living may know. And here's the purpose. To the end that the living may know that the Most High rules the heaven, rules the kingdom of men, and gives it to whom he will, and sets over it the lowliest of men. All right. God. This dream I, Nebuchadnezzar, saw, and you, Belteshazzar, tell me the interpretation, because of all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation. But you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was dismayed for a while, and his thoughts alarmed him. The king answered and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar answered and said, My lord, may the dream be for those who hate you, and its interpretation for your enemies. The tree you saw, which grew and became strong, so that its top reached to the heaven, and was visible to the ends of the earth, whose leaves were beautiful and fruit abundant, and which was food for all, under which the beasts of the field found shade, and in whose branches the birds of the heaven lived? It is you, O king, who have grown and become strong. Your greatness has grown and reached the heaven, and your dominion to the ends of the earth. It is because the king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven and saying, Chop down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump of its root in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze and the tender grass of the field, and let him be wet with the dew of the heavens, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field, till seven periods of time pass over him. This is the interpretation, O king. It is the decree of Most High, which has come upon my lord the king, that you shall be driven from among men, your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, you shall be made to eat grass like an ox, and you shall be wet with the dew of the heaven. In other words, you're going to sleep in the fields at night with no shelter. And seven periods of time shall pass over you, till you know, and remember seven is God's number, it's the number of completeness or perfection, till you know the Most High rules the kingdom of men and gives it to whom he will. All right, um, humility. And it was commanded to leave the stump of the roots of the tree. Your kingdom shall be confirmed for you from the time that you know that heaven rules. Oh, here's the kicker. From the time that you know that heaven rules. When humility flows, you take rulership again. Therefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by practicing righteousness and your iniquities by showing mercy to the oppressed, that there may be perhaps a lengthening of your prosperity. All right, actions to receive mercy. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of 12 months, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, and the king answered and said, is not this great Babylon, now here's pride, okay? Is not this great Babylon, which I have built by my mighty power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? Here's pride. While these words were still in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven. 
O Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken, the kingdom has departed from you. And you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. Now notice, there was warning. Warning. And pride did not stop. And you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. And you shall be made to eat grass like an ox. And seven periods of time shall pass over you until until you know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he will. Humility. Immediately the word was fulfilled against Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from among men, ate grass like an ox. His body was wet with dew of heaven till his hair grew long as eagle's feathers and his nails were like bird's claws. At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my head, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever, for his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are counted as nothing, and he does according to his will among the hosts of the heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say to him, What have you done? Now, here is honor God. Reason returned to him. He now had an opportunity. Opportunity to repent again. Now he was given one up here, Diba. He was given one up here, but he didn't take it. Now he gets another one and he takes it. At the same time, my reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and splendor returned to me. My counselors and my lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and still more greatness was added to me. God's blessings upon humility. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise, extol, and honor the King of Heaven. Why? For all his works are right. All his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. He said, now listen, I'm going to honor God. Why? Number one, his works are right. Number two, his ways are just. <laughs> and number three, you know what? When you get proud, God is able to humble you. Brothers and sisters, I kept bringing it up to you, but did you notice God warned him, God challenged him, God gave him an opportunity to humble his heart for one year, okay, for one year, okay, at the end of 12, 12 months, did, did you see that? At the end of 12 months, God gave him a year to consider the words of Daniel. Beloved, please, when God puts a warning in your heart, follow it. God has no desire to do anything but bless you, but you need to listen. All right. We're going to see you tonight.